What if your wife hates you? What do you do then? This is Coach Lee, and I'm going to talk to you about this very difficult situation where hatred exists from one spouse to another, and it's wrecking your life, it's wrecking your children's lives, and it's wrecking your marriage. I have five suggestions and a bonus suggestion, so you could say there are six things that I think can help you to turn this around, change the way that your wife feels about you, and make your marriage stronger. Number one, is your wife hateful to other people? Does she treat her siblings, her parents, people she works with if she works outside the home, does she treat them hatefully as well? Because that says that it could be more about your wife than the dynamics of the marriage. It could also be that she's hateful because of what the marriage does to her and her life. And that's going to be very important for us to look into. But answering the question, if she's hateful to others and not just you, can help you to at least determine that it's not all you, that other people get on her nerves, rub her the wrong way, and that a lot of this is just maybe she has too short of a fuse. It could be she even has some sort of disorder that's emotional or mental. And it can also be that she has character flaws. If she's not hateful to other people, that's actually good news simply because it shows that she can be kind, she can be respectful, she can interact with someone in a way that shows patience and dignity and with an attitude of getting along. Those are very important things that you want in a marriage partner. Now we just need to figure out why it is that she seems to be so hateful towards you. And though I don't suggest involving other people in your problems, one simple thing you can do if you have noticed that she's not hateful toward other people, that she's not hateful to relatives, friends, family, would be to actually have dates, dinner dates, with other people seated with you. So perhaps her brother and his wife are people that she's kind to and that she's not disrespectful to and she doesn't act hateful toward. Then have them over to have dinner with you or to meet you at a restaurant or something like that. Have a date with them and at least allow for her to be in that environment where she's being kind because most of the time, if she's not hateful toward other people, she won't be to you in their presence. If she is, that's another problem. Disrespecting a spouse in front of others is one of the most disrespectful things you could do because it compounds the disrespect. It's not just that they're being disrespectful to you, but now it's in front of other people, which is a second level of disrespect because they're showing it even in front of these other people. But if it does seem that she can be respectful to you around these people, I would encourage you to be involved with them, especially if they're family. That way she can kind of practice being respectful, being kind to you because she kind of has to in front of them. And I realize that might sound a little petty, but you might not have heard the suggestion from other people. I have seen this at least help to get her in a little bit of a groove or a routine of being kind to you. It can change her habits slowly, especially when it's combined with the other things that I'm going to talk about. Number two, is your marriage stressful? And I'm not necessarily talking about things outside the home. I'm going to get into that later. But your marriage itself, do you two seem to bring out the worst in each other? Do you constantly argue? Is it demanding? Are you two walking on eggshells with each other? And of course, you might be saying, well, I walk on eggshells with her. And that's a problem. You shouldn't have to do that. That's disrespectful. That's unkind. That's not what a marriage is supposed to be. Ideally, a great marriage is about two people who want peace for each other and for themselves. If the goal of your spouse is to have peace in their household, to get along, and to have someone that they can be good to, and the other person is good to them, 
that's when you can really get a great marriage. And oftentimes that means you need to simplify your marriage. If the two of you are trying to do too many different things, you might want to look at all the things you're doing and what you actually get from it. Is it worth it? Because if the two of you are constantly working and that involves even strife with each other, like you didn't do this right, or I have to do this myself, then that can be a problem. And oftentimes simplicity can be the key to happiness in your life. So look around the life that you share with this person. See what things can be simplified or completely taken off the table. And I realize that that's easier said than done, especially if we're talking about a financial situation. But if you feel like your wife hates you and you want to correct this, you're going to have to put everything on the chopping block that your life is about and that happens in your life. Even if it's something you feel brings you positive things, you need to look at it and see if it can be done a different way. And so I suggest getting a piece of paper and start writing things down, writing responsibilities down, writing things that cause stress and difficulty, things that have to be done each month or each day. Try to figure out how you can take some of that off of your plate and off of your spouse's plate so that the two of you will have more time where you're not having to stress and work and worry. A lot of that is just part of life. But if you can simplify your marriage and your life to whatever degree that you do, you oftentimes make the marriage itself easier. And that's what you want. You don't want a difficult relationship. So look at it all. And I'm going to have some more suggestions on that in the points that follow as well. Before I get to number three, get my free mini course on saving a marriage. The link is in the description below, or you can go to myxbackcoach.com and click on the marriage tab and you'll see free mini course to save a marriage. Get that course, watch it. It's a valuable tool. It can really help you get things going down the right path and it can be a marriage saver. Again, it's my free mini course on saving a marriage. So there's no friction. Just go get it, take a look. Again, it's in the description below in linked form, or you can just type in myxbackcoach.com and click on marriage. Number three can be a bit tricky, but so many people are beginning to wake up to this, that you as a man, as the husband, you have to stand up to her when she mistreats you. You cannot tolerate disrespect. Now that doesn't mean that you get in a yelling match with her. As a matter of fact, you should not go toe to toe with her. You should speak calmly and you should refuse to interact with her when she's being disrespectful. As a matter of fact, one thing you can say is, let's talk about this later when you feel better. That might make her more mad. That's okay, because sometimes you're going to make people mad. It doesn't mean that what you're doing is not the right thing. As long as you are not yelling, as long as you're in control of yourself, then you have nothing to blame yourself for or to feel guilty about. But one of the worst things you can do when your wife hates you or when she's hateful to you is to tolerate disrespect. A simple thing you can say is, I'm not yelling at you, stop yelling at me. Or, I don't treat you this way, stop treating me this way. You have to be authoritative. You have to demand respect. If you yell, if you become emotional, it will exacerbate the problem most likely. You can also simply say, I don't want to talk about this anymore if you're just going to yell. And again, that's a little bit confrontational. That's okay sometimes too. What you need to show is, strength, that you respect yourself, and that you aren't afraid to stand up to her. As long as you leave out the yelling, you will probably have some success with this. You can simply say, let's just be respectful to each other and not yell while we talk about this. You might be surprised how her attitude can change. And just changing that dynamic, changing the way that you fight, can actually be very helpful. And that brings us to number four, change the way you fight. 
if your arguments, fights, disagreements in the past have been difficult and there has been yelling, there's been wall punching, someone has left and spun out their tires down the road, then try to change that dynamic. Show her that you can disagree, that you can argue, but you will be calm and respectful and that you won't yell. Yelling is emotional attacking and you don't want to yell. You want to stay as far away from that as you can because it can cause some emotional trauma and it can certainly hurt the connection you have with the other person. Just like when she yells at you, you don't feel close to her. You don't feel like you want to help. You don't feel like you're loved. You feel distant. You feel cold from her. And it's very difficult. Even when you two reach some kind of resolution in the disagreement, if there's been yelling, there's still hurt feelings. You don't feel like hugging this person or lying in bed, watching a documentary and just having a relaxed evening with them. You don't want to be around them as much. And you certainly don't feel that connection that you used to. And so it's very important to eliminate yelling and to eliminate unfair fighting where you accuse her of having certain motives. And she certainly shouldn't do that to you as well. And as I mentioned in the previous point, you should stand up to that. Be calm, keep your voice low, don't yell, but say, listen, I am not gonna accuse you of things, so don't accuse me of things. Let's try to make some progress here and be good to each other. You can say something that simple and just keep repeating it, but demonstrate it. Show her that you're the one because it can get really awkward when the other person's yelling and you're not. That is something they will notice. The contrast is obvious. And oftentimes it can cause both people to lower their voices and to speak respectfully to each other. So changing the way you fight is a big step. It will help bring back in time some warmth, some connection, and can help you to grow and improve. But it will take a little bit of time. Start today. Change the way that you fight. Number five, let her see you being a good dad. So if you maybe do some things with your children and they're away from her, try to do more with your children in front of her where she can see you interact with them. The more that a spouse can see the other person being a good parent to their children, the more feelings of respect, admiration, love, and warmth can be there. So let that happen. Try to have more family time where all of you are together. Bring back the family dinner. That's one thing that modern society has stripped away in large degree. And there's other things that have been stripped away. And some of those I believe are purposeful as people try to destroy marriage and try to destroy the family because people are easier to control when they're independent and isolated. But if they have other people around them, if that family unit is there, they look out for each other and they don't need government and other things if they have the family, but you isolate them and suddenly they have to be dependent. So enough with that. Just know that there is an effort to divide your family. There is an effort to separate the people who you call family and that you need to bring some of those things back, like the classic family dinner. You all sit around the table. You talk about your day. You compliment the cook. You teach your children manners. These things, these lost ways need to be brought back. Our great-grandparents were not stupid. I'm actually going to provide two bonus suggestions that can help if your wife hates you. The first bonus is offer a truce. And I really mean that. Sit down with her and say, I know right now that we aren't getting along, that this marriage is difficult, and I want to offer a truce because we need to be on the same page and on the same team, and I want better for us. So can we try starting a new page? And that's even if you have before. And if she says, well, you've said that before, say, I know. 
And I want to keep trying because I believe in us and I love you. And show her, even remind her, if she happens to start yelling again or something, say, hey, let's remember our truce. I want to be good to you. Please be good to me. Do your best. But that reset button of saying, let's start over. Let's start behaving the way that we should and being respectful and kind to the person we're married to. And you will need to be specific. Say, let's stop yelling. Let's stop accusing the other person of having bad motives. Let's stop being impatient with the other person. Let's stop rejecting each other. Bring that up and tell her, I want to start a new page. If she does not agree, say, I understand that right now you might be doubtful that it can happen. That's okay. Please think about it. I'm going to start the new page myself the way that I treat you. Please consider starting that and let's just start over and see how good we can make this. You have nothing to lose and it gives you an opportunity to show her you can keep your word and that you mean it. And it may take you going first for her to go if there's a lot of resentment. So keep that in mind. Bonus number two. It's a bit controversial, but it works really well. Ask her if she would like to try a classical marriage. And again, as I referenced earlier, our great grandparents were not stupid. A classical marriage where the man is the provider and the protector and the woman is the keeper of the home, the manager of the home, and she supports the kids and her husband just as he supports her financially and through protection is actually a time-tested, proven way a marriage can work. And oftentimes it takes stress off of both people because they serve each other. If both people are having to earn money, oftentimes they are going in different directions and they're exhausted and stressed. And when they get home, they give each other the scraps and they give their kids the scraps. But if one of them is and the other is making the home a place of peace and nourishment for each other and for the kids, the family, then oftentimes I notice that the two of them get along much better. And in turn, when she takes the responsibilities of the home, at least most of them, because everybody needs help sometimes and she should be able to ask that. But when she takes a lot of that responsibility off of his plate, where he isn't feeling like he needs to be working after he's done working, and because she's had that time during the day where she wasn't going away from the home to actually do some things in the home, then both of them can actually have peace at the end of the day. They can be done with their chores in an ideal situation not all the time, but a lot of the times. And quality time can be spent with each other and the family without there being so much stress. And when both people have separate careers going in different directions, it can cause a lot of stress because both people are emotionally exhausted and their fuse is about that big. No matter if you think it sounds politically incorrect or that we just know better now than they did for the last several thousand years, we have lots of studies that show that a classical setup actually does the best for the people in the marriage and for the kids. It's worth a try because most people find they do get along better. So it's something to consider. And I suggest that you don't just follow the philosophy of our modern day without trying it first, because a lot of people say that it really works for them. And I've seen it work many times to the point a lot of people are really surprised that it works so well. And if you're afraid to mention that to your wife, or you think that she won't respond well to it or won't want to do it, what do you have to lose if things aren't going well? Because a lot of husbands have been amazed when their wife said, yes, that actually sounds really nice. Let's try that. Remember to get my free mini course on saving a marriage. The link is in the description below, or you can go to myexbackcoach.com and click on the marriage tab. In the end screen here, there will be two videos 
both about marriage. I suggest that you choose one that seems to relate to you best and watch it as well. The more of these videos that you can watch, the more likely you are to be able to bring back love, warmth, and connection in your marriage and to save it. Even if you are asking, what if my wife hates me? Please like this video if it's been helpful. This has been Coach Lee, and as always, thank you for watching.